Chapter 1 A little before eight o'clock at the close of a damp autumn day, a post-chaise entered Bath on the London Road and presently drew up outside a house in Sydney Place. It was a hired vehicle, but it was drawn by four horses, and there was nothing in the appearance of the lady who occupied it to suggest that a private chaise with her own postilions would have been rather beyond her touch. She was accompanied by a middle-aged maid, and she was attired in an olive-green reddingote of twilled silk, which so exactly fitted her admirable figure that any female beholding it would have recognised at a glance that it had been made for her by a modiste of the first stare. It combined the simplicity of a garment designed for travel with an elegance only rivalled by the hat which becomingly framed Miss Abigail Wendover's face. No curled plumes or bunches of flowers adorned this confection. It was made of gros de Naples, bound with a satin ribbon, its poke was moderate and its crown shallow, but it was as fashionable as the redingote. The face beneath it was neither that of a girl in her first bloom, nor that of an accredited beauty, but it held an elusive charm, which was centred in the lady's eyes and the shy laughter which lurked in them. They were grey, and they held a great deal of intelligence, but her other features were not remarkable, her mouth being too large for beauty, her nose too far removed from the classical, and her chin rather too resolute. Her hair was neither fashionably dark nor angelically fair, but of a soft brown. It was not cropped after the prevailing mode. She wore it braided round her head or in a knot from which curls fell about her ears. Occasionally, and in defiance of her niece's vehemently expressed disapproval, she tied a lace cap over it. Fanny said that it made her look like an old maid and cried out indignantly when she answered in her pretty musical voice, "'Well, I am an old maid.' It seemed as if her arrival had been eagerly awaited, for hardly had the chaise drawn up than the door of the house which was her home was flung open, and a footman came hurrying out to let down the steps of the chaise. He was followed by an elderly butler, who handed his mistress down, beaming a welcome and saying, "'Good evening, Miss Abby.' Well, it is a good evening which brings you home again. I'm very happy to see you, ma'am.